for all NBA for all NBA warriors. You are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? What up? It is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. I feel like even though we did record a podcast after the Lakers game, it just feels like we haven't really been together that much lately. We had some guest co-hosts. I was away. There were like two games. And so if you guys haven't noticed the pattern already, we record on the second night of a back-to-back. Um, or if it's not that same night, like we're recording the day after the two games. So I don't know. It just feels like it's been some distance between us. Maybe that's just in my mind. So we are back. We are back. Um, some of the vibes are back because I think they were definitely not present at all in the last episode. And even though the last game that they played, which was versus the Clippers was a loss, they did get a win in the last two games, and we have finally reached the all-star break. I mean, not technically for the whole NBA, but for the Warriors, they are done. They are done playing games until next Thursday once the NBA season resumes after the all-star break. So we were, like, waiting to get to this point. Um, those last five games didn't quite go the way that we thought they would or would have um like to, but hey, here we are. We are at the all-star break and we know that this team really needed it. So let's talk, Justin, about these last two games. Um, we had an Andrew Wiggins. We had an Andrew Wiggins game, finally. We sure did against the Wizards. He, what did he have? 29. Yeah. First, his first game where he kind of looked back offensively. Um, and really first Got it game, in the post. Exactly. First game, it seemed like all season where he was getting the ball inside the three and really going into work. Um, so hopefully they kind of like lean into that for the rest of the season because that's his money. Like that's his, his place where he can really hurt other teams. Like his, obviously he's shooting as good as he has been like for the, for the season, probably best of his career, but he has to be that guy that can get the twos consistently for them because right now they're just living and dying by the three and it seemed like he made a like not he the team made a concerted effort to involve him in the offense right and I mean we've been calling for that and I feel like we call for this every year with Andrew um Mm -hmm. why do you think it takes them particularly when the team is depleted why do you think it takes them so long to realize, hey, we have this guy, Andrew Wiggins here, who <laughs> can operate in that part of the court. Let's get him involved. Let's get him going downhill. Let's get him posting up. Let's, you know, get him, like, run some actions for him. Why do you think it takes them so long to realize they need to do this? I'm not sure. I mean, I think this year in particular has been so many moving pieces with guys in and out of lineup with injury that it, it consistently morphs and changes the hierarchy of the offense. Like obviously when Steph is there, he's number one, right? He goes out of his way sometimes to let other guys get theirs. But ultimately at the end of the day, most of the offense is going to be ran for him to score, create an advantage. And then when he's out, Jordan is pretty much filling in for that. So Jordan becomes a number one option. Um, And then clay is kind of like the permanent second option. So if, (laughs) There was a portion of the season, obviously, when Wiggins was out and they were doing Steph, 
Clay and well, even with Wiggins, they're doing Steph, Clay, and Jordan all in the starting lineup. So now Jordan, it's just this weird. Jordan goes from the first option to the th- to the third, and you know it's just been so weird all year trying to figure out who the offense should run through and who they should call plays for. Um, so I I think going into that game, they were just like, all right, Steph is out. Let's um, you know, try to see what we can do with Andrew, especially when they just needed buckets. Like they were just bleeding so many points that they just needed easy buckets, and they. I guess they leaned on him, finally. Now, I mean, is this matchup dependent or is this just based on their abilities or is it a combo? So what I mean by that is, because I like, so like we're saying Clay is a a permanent second option, but should he always be the permanent second option? I mean, I guess if there's a hierarchy, I think it should be like, okay, Steph is one. And then like, Clay, Andrew, and Poole, at least with respect to being scoring options, should be sort of like a 2A, B, and C, depending on the night, the team, or whatever. But I feel like they don't operate like that, and I I feel like they should, right? Because there's some nights where, like, maybe it's Clay doesn't have it, and so it calls for more of Andrew. Or maybe it's, like, the the matchup is just better. Like, if you let Andrew, you know... Um, deal with those mismatches, right? So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like, I feel like they shouldn't be operating from a place that, like, not that Clay isn't the second option, but should he always be the first second option? <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess as a default, I would probably stick with Clay as the, as the second option just because when he gets the ball, he does just garner a lot of attention. Um, and they, they got to do a better job of pivoting, though. They got to do a better job and say, all right, Clay might not have it tonight. Let's let's throw it to Wiggins a few times. And even if Clay is a second option, doesn't mean Andrew can't get plays called for him as well. You know, like, um, you know, if they run if they run a certain action and the first look is supposed to be Steph and the second look is supposed to be Clay, if neither of those guys are open, you don't got to force it to Clay. You don't got to force it to Steph. You can always say, all right, whatever, let's throw it down to Andrew for a few possessions, see if he can get something going. And I would like to see that, like, be a little bit more based on matchup going in. I mean, they they shouldn't start pool with them with those guys anymore. Like we've seen that defensively, it just doesn't work. So when pool does come off the bench, I think um, he's kind of like the default first option unless he's playing with Steph because he, you know, he has to carry those units offensively as the as the ball handler. But yeah, I mean, I guess when you when you get to the playoffs, then it becomes a lot more you know, matchup dependent. And we saw even against Boston in the finals last year, they saw like Clay is just not going to get a lot of space against this team because they, they switch everything off ball and they got the length and athleticism and the size to be physical with Clay and not let him get a clean look. So they kind of, it kind of just turned into Andrew being the second option because they would put guys like Derek White on him and just smaller players or slower players on him. And he just could go to work that way. And Clay and JP had to figure it out on their own, but, um, yeah, I guess just in a regular season, I would default to, to Clay being the second option just because it opens so much up for everybody else. Um, but they got to do a better job of just getting Andrew involved, period, and just maybe just pivoting off of Clay when they need to sometimes. Okay. You know, the Wizards came into that game, like, hot 
in terms of like their three point shooting, not just in that game, but like coming into it, like some of their past games and they gotten some wins. So that was actually a really good win because of the teams that they faced for these last five games before all star, I, I thought the wizards and the Clippers were going to be two of the harder teams, you know, like, I thought the Lakers were going to be one of the easier teams. Obviously, that was before they they made the trade, but they still should have won that Lakers game. Um, and then what was the other one that they lost that they shouldn't have during that five game stretch? Portland. Portland, right? And so, but they so they beat the Wizards. Um, so they went two and five. Ideal, no, two and three. Right? Okay, out of five, yeah, they 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 lost two. They won two, lost three. Ideally, we would have at least won at three and two, and they 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 really could have gone four and one. Um, and actually, just right. based on every game played, they could have won each game. Could have gone five and up. They could have won every single game. And you know, let's talk about the Clippers game because I was actually like very annoyed last night by that game. And a lot of times I'm annoyed by like the bullshit that the players are doing. But this was a night that I was annoyed by Steve Kerr because mm-hmm. I feel like the game was lost in that third quarter when he decided to go to that all bench lineup that he had out there. Um, I don't even remember who the fuck was out there, but I know who wasn't out there. I know that Draymond wasn't out there. I know Clay wasn't out there. I know Poole wasn't out there. And I know Looney wasn't mm-hmm. out there. So those four guys, none of them were on the court. And I'm not sure why Steve Kerr thought that that could work. So here's this. I understand why he may have tried it. But to me, the moment like you got to down like five points or whatever it was, and you called that first time out, I don't understand why people didn't come back in then. No, he then proceeded to play the unit like longer. And I think, I don't remember who he subbed, but I think Moody came in because I don't think Moody was on the court originally. I can't remember exactly, but it was just like a slightly different version of an all bench lineup. Um, They proceeded to like go down more and that was really your ball game. You know, by the time you got other players back in, they just never got back into the game. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was annoyed by that, you know, because so I was annoyed by that. That's one. I was annoyed by people saying they were never going to win the game anyway. Why not? Why weren't they ever like they were I, I right? I don't understand that thought process. Um, so I, I don't. I don't. I just. It's not that I don't get it. I know why people are saying that. I just strongly, strongly disagree with it. Um, right. And then I also am annoyed by like the blame thing or this I don't know the fan base has a weird thing with Jordan Poole that's very odd to me um but like they were like well you know Kerr had to bench him because like they lost all their momentum when he took that shot so I'm like so that one single shot is the reason all the other shit happened you know he's also the reason that like they were able to come back in and get back in that game so like Fine, you take a timeout then and talk to him. You know, you don't bench you don't bench him and then proceed to fucking let the game get out of reach, right? And and the reason I'm so annoyed by it, Justin, is because is because they're we're about to have a break, right? So like I I honestly I don't care that much about that that Dre played thirty something minutes. So what? Play him fucking forty five minutes because you know what? Like he's about to, he's about to have a break. You know? I mean, I'm I'm yeah. obviously I'm being 
dramatic, but I'm just saying that like, why are we worried about minutes when they're about to have a long ass fucking break? Right? Like if you were going to do that, mm-hmm. then just don't even fucking play them. Right. And then it's like, yeah. finally we said clay can play, you know, the right. second night of a back to back. And people are like, you know, like it's his first time back doing that. I'm like, bro, it's two years removed from this injury. We've waited two thirds of the season. Like if he can't even play, like what if the game went to overtime? Right. What if it wasn't that, but the game went to overtime? Were they not going to play him in overtime because he reached a minute threshold? Like if you're saying he can play in the game, then you got to fucking play him regularly. Right. Like just yeah. why are we worried about minutes the night before they're going on a fucking long ass break? I, Justin, I do not understand. I don't understand, but those are all the things that annoyed me about the, um, lost to the Clippers. I'm going to stop now because I rambled um, and give you a moment yeah. to like to, to, to give us your thoughts. No, I agree for sure. It's like the, you you had a chance against a, a pretty good team. Like the Clippers, I think they're okay. Like they've been quote unquote playing better, but they haven't beat any good teams recently. Like all their wins have been against mid teams and they've lost to every good team they've played in this recent stretch. Um, so that that game was definitely winnable, right? Like like you just said, if you're not gonna play guys their full minutes and go for the win, then why then why play? Right? Second night of a back to back or was it back to back or not? Yeah. I mean like it was. Yeah, second night of a back second night of a back to back, like you clearly want to win this game or else you would have sat clay. Right? Like you really want to go for it. Wiggins is sitting and you said, Okay, like we're gonna have to play clay and try to get this win. They climbed Guys, back from a deficit early, exactly. right? Also a sign they were trying to win the fucking game. Exactly, exactly. And then, I mean, like, for the majority of the first half, like, the Clippers were in it because guys were hitting tough-ass shots. Kawhi was hitting tough, contested fadeaways and threes. and Norman Right, he's not that kind of three-point shooter. Kawhi? Yeah, I mean, he's like, great. He like, he's, he's a great shooter, right. Yeah, but he's not that. He's not that. Like, that's not going to be sustained. Maybe in a game. Definitely not over a series. And we're not talking about a series. But, like, he did cool off a little bit in the second half. I was going to say, over the course, even over the course of a game, like, he's hitting crazy shit. So, like, you play consistent good defense on him for the full game, then, I mean, more times than not, he's going to come back down to earth a little bit. But they were just like, nah, we're going to guard you with fucking Anthony Lamb and, like, and (laughs) – and you know Kaminga, who's very good defender, but he's young, and no, no Draymond, no Looney on the court. Like we are not putting our best defensive effort out there right now. And the Clippers just fucking cooked them. Like I didn't know what they were going to expect. Like even that game, like Kaminga wasn't really playing his best defensively. I don't think. And there are some games where he's playing a lot better than that, and he gets pulled for for other guys. So it's like, what do you want? Like, I don't understand when he's not playing his best, you're giving them extended rope in a winnable game, which ultimately leads to them losing. And when he is playing great, you just yank him for no reason. And you're, and you're playing these older guys, a lot of minutes where you really could have just gave Jonathan Kaminga a little bit more minutes. So I don't know, this recent stretch of like, you know, last week or two from courage hasn't been the best. I don't think, um, and I think, like, they just needed this break. Like, <laughs> the coaching staff, the front office, the fan base, the players, everybody needed this break to kind of recalibrate. And, you know, hopefully they come out on the other side of this 
rejuvenated, ready to, you know, make a push for the last 24 games of the season because they just kind of stumbled into the into the all-star break when they really had an opportunity, like we just said, to go five and zero and kind of run into the all-star break with some with some momentum and feeling good about themselves. Yeah. Um I don't care however Kaminga is playing unless he's just like god awful. I don't want to see him getting benched and certainly not for fucking Anthony Lamb. Um that's how I feel, who was not good last night, but hey, he's not good most nights. Um Yeah, I I don't I don't understand what happened last night and you know, like I was having a conversation and you know, people were like they couldn't do anything to stop Kawhi or whatever. And I'm just like, were the Clippers stopping the Warriors? Like, I don't remember them stopping the Warriors either. I mean, all that happened was that we put a more inferior group of guys on the court. But like, were they stopping Clay or Jordan? I remember there was a shootout throughout the game. And like, I remember tweeting, defense must be optional. So it's like, yeah, they weren't stopping Kawhi, but they weren't stopping our guys either. Right. So like, well, the Warriors were never going to sustain that. But were the Clippers? Like, I just don't understand. Like, why are we saying they would have, but we couldn't have? You know, like, I actually I mean, expect Clay to sustain that level of shooting more than I expect Kawhi. If we're just talking about shooting, like, Kawhi is the better player. We know that. But, like, if I'm just saying shooting and I'm, like, shooting Kawhi, shooting Clay, I expect Clay to be the one who can sustain the higher level of, like, shooting like that. Um, so I just, I didn't understand the points that were being made to me. I didn't agree with them. Uh, but the Warriors put up 124. Right. The Warriors put up 124. That's a lot of points. They clearly the Clippers weren't guarding guarding them that well. Right. It was later that fourth quarter where the Clippers, the third quarter where the Clippers scored 44 points that kind of brought them back into the lead. And it was over really from there. Yeah. Cause like, you're not going to get them to do another, like, let's make up another double-digit lead. Like, they already did that once in the game. It's just... It wasn't going to happen again. Um, so I was I was really annoyed. I was really annoyed, but I said, okay, like, it's just you watch this and you're like, no Steph, no Wigs, and they're right there with the Clippers. This is why I just still believe that they have a chance, Justin, and we can get into that in the next segments, but this is why I can't count out the Warriors. So... This seems like a good place for us to break. You are tuned in to Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. We will be right back. 